scale the impact. And first, accelerate the impact. Make it bigger, make it bigger. Get really clear on what is that one market and then the one client within the market that you can serve. What is their million dollar problem that you can help them solve? And then what is the outcome? What can you actually create as an outcome? And I recommend that you're generating at least a million dollars for a client. When you can do that, you can charge at least 100,000. It's just like simple math right here. So how do you be able to align that? Get really good at what you do. And those listening to this, you're probably already amazing at what you do. You probably already have case studies that have probably added a million dollars or more for a client. So build your offer around that. Jack up the price point. Scale that. Then you'll have the profits. You'll have the cash flow. And you'll be able to have the people that can replace you in key parts of the business. And that's one of the key ways that you can stop making it so damn hard on yourself to scale. Is your current success putting a lot of demands on you? If you're good at what you do, and you are, then everyone wants you. But that's no way to scale. If you're delivering spectacular results, you should be commanding higher fees, working with only the best clients. Welcome to the Hands Off CEO Podcast, where world-class agency owners and consultants learn how to fully monetize their expertise and scale profits by doing less. Here's your host, Mandy Ellison. Hi, this is Mandy Ellison, host of the Hands Off CEO podcast. Today, our episode is how to scale your consulting agency without making it so damn hard on yourself. So at Hands Off CEO, we talk to consulting agencies nearly every single day of the week. And one of the most common things that we hear from them is that, man, I'm working way too hard for how much money we're making. So it's not that their business, they have something wrong with their business. It's a bad business. It's a really good business. It's just they're working way too hard. And that's what growth creates. Growth, what more growth means that the CEO is more and more tied to the business. That's what happens with the consulting company because they're essentially buying you and your expertise. Even if you have some program, they're still buying you and your expertise. So how do you be able to remove yourself, remove the reason that they're buying from you based on this system that you have developed that will get them hopefully guaranteed result. That's how you make it simpler. So I'm going to share a story about, I'll call him Greg. So Greg is a nice company, hit $1.3 million this year and good solid margins. He feels pretty good about it. And I said, well, you know, where, where do you want to go get, get to in the next 12 months? And he's like, well, you know, we'd like to double or maybe get to 3 million. And I said, well, you know, what is it going to take for you to do that? And he's like, well, he's looking at his current price. He's looking at his current offers and he's saying, well, you know what? We just need to sell 20 more clients. So basically in his mind, he's like, well, in order for us to double our company, we need to just, this is what we're doing. We're just going to double that. And, you know, as I, I was walking through this and really listening to what he wanted to create, I asked, well, you know, why do you want to scale this? what is really important for you here? And he didn't have a very good answer. And what really came down to it, like he just didn't have a much of a reason. His financial health in his life, doing really well. They've likely paid off their house. They've gotten to a point where they just don't need a lot more money, right? So if you're at a place where you don't need a lot more money, why would you rock the boat? And this was the challenge that Greg was running into. Why would I rock the boat? And because he came right down to me. He's like, 
feel like I'm setting myself these goals and I just kind of feel like, am I sabotaging myself with this? You know, am I subconsciously sabotaging myself with this? And I said, well, the thought of adding 20 new clients with the exact thing that you're doing right here at 1.3 million in your company, that sounds awful. (laughs) That doesn't sound like fun at all. And like, he laughed. He's like, you know, you're right. That doesn't sound very exciting to me either, especially considering that he doesn't really need much more money. So he has to come up with a bigger vision. If he really wants to scale, he's got to find a bigger reason to do that. It can't be about money. It's got to be about something bigger than that. So one of the other things about this is the other ways that consulting agencies make it too hard on themselves is to be selling their offer for the same price point that they're offering it. So let me give you an example of this. One of our clients, I'll call him Tim. His name is not Tim, but it's something that's in the works. So it's not something that we can publicly share from him just yet. But really talented consultant, really wants to be scaling his company to a point where he could be passing on his legacy, passing on these decades of experience that he has, and to be able to put together these growth programs for these different niches. But there's no way he can do that with how hard he's working right now. And this is a guy who's already charging quite a bit for his advising fees, charging $5,000 a month for coaching in his case. Most of the clients we work with actually have consulting type of companies where they're doing done for you type of services. In his case, he's doing coaching. I looked at it and said, well, you know, Tim, what is it going to take for you just to double your fees? You're creating such amazing results for your clients. You know, we had just put together this new offer and I'm like, why not just double your price points right now for all your existing clients. Now, by the way, we don't recommend all of our clients do this because that's not the best thing to do. Often there's a transition period, but in his case, it's just, there's so much time and energy that's focused on this. And it's like, well, instead of working with 10 clients at this price point, why don't you just double that and charge $10,000 a month and work with five? And he's just like, you know what? I could do that. I'm going to do that. So right now he's in the works of doing that. And I know he's being successful. He's already making progress on this. Now, here's the thing. He can lose half of his clients and still make more money. He can make more money working half the time. So why this is important is is it's going to give him the bandwidth and the space to actually continue expanding his company. So he can continue working with these private clients at $10,000 a month, right? But it's going to give him the option for us to be building out these next level growth programs and really rolling forward with his old, the legacy work that's so important for him to pass on. And that's going to be what's going to add continually multiple million dollars of growth moving forward. And it's going to allow that to happen with actually without him, we can actually remove him completely from the business as we're doing that. So huge amount of impact. And that's an example of how you can just simplify, make it easier. But the only reason why he can do this is because his results are so good. So The easiest way to make it to really streamline to be able to scale is don't do what most of the scale strategies will tell you to do. Most of the scale strategies is like, well, you take these activities and you turn it into this conveyor belt and then you sell that. Now, that's a great idea. But from the operations perspective, as far as like, we're just going to make this really simple and just bring in people to make widgets, right? Like, That's the idea. It's like the making the hamburger idea for McDonald's. 
Now, the problem is, is that you're not selling hamburgers, right? You're selling high touch, high level services that, you know, are between 50,000, 100,000, even a million dollars at sometimes, you know? So how do you be able to scale without diminishing the results? Well, you have to stop trying to scale activities because activities don't generate results necessarily. Sometimes they do, sometimes they don't. But you can't expect that you're going to sell a package of hours to a client, for example, and then at the end of those hours and the client says, hey, you know what? We didn't really get much of a result. Just like, well, we just did everything you told us to do. But instead of trying to scale that, instead of trying to scale those activities and be able to generate whatever result happens, you focus on the impact, scale the impact. And first, accelerate the impact, make it bigger, make it bigger, get really clear on what is that one market and then the one client within the market that you can serve. What is their million dollar problem that you can help them solve? And then what is the outcome? What can you actually create as an outcome? And I recommend that you're generating at least a million dollars for a client. When you can do that, you can charge at least a hundred thousand. It's just like simple math right here. So how do you be able to align that? Get really good at what you do. And those listening to this, you're probably already amazing at what you do. You probably already have case studies that have probably added a million dollars or more for a client. So build your offer around that. Jack up the price point. Scale that. Then you'll have the profits. You'll have the cash flow. And you'll be able to have the people that can replace you in key parts of the business. And that's one of the key ways that you can stop making it so damn hard on yourself to scale. This is Mandy Ellison, host of the Hands Off CEO podcast, signing off.